This one's called Back Off Boogaloo. Back off, Boogaloo. What you think you're gonna do? We're gonna pass right from the start. Hello again and welcome to I've Got a Beatles Podcast with Dave and Chris and we are very glad to be back with you. It's been a been a hot minute here since we've had an episode. Uh, we've been traveling and dealing with job things and school stuff, so uh, yeah. but we're glad to be back and uh, Yeah, we've been a couple of meatheads here. <laughs> Don't <laughs> pretend we're dead pretend we're we wanna wake up. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Give you something tasty. <laughs> Yes, and because what what better way to come back after our little hiatus here than with a Ringo song under the microscope? Because it's been a while since we've looked at anything by Ringo, and uh, I, actually, have we ever looked at a Ringo song under the microscope? I don't believe so. No. Yeah, so this could be the first. We'll have to go back and check, but I think it might be uh, the first one. So we chose first uh, of many. First of. Well, <clears throat> wait, wait till we get to I want to be Santa Claus under the microscope. <laughs> oh, oh, I can't wait for that. That's going to be exciting. <laughs> yeah, so we thought it'd be fun to look at instead of the you know an obvious one like uh, it don't come easy or something off Ringo. Uh, we thought it would be interesting to look at back off Boogaloo because this is a song that Ringo plays a lot in concert, so he yep. obviously likes it. And he's recorded it three times, which is very interesting as well. Uh, and we're going to talk about all of three, all three of them. The one we started today with was his most recent version, which came from the Give More Love album and featured kind of a blending of the original demo with some overdubs and things. So uh, what, when you first thought of Back Off Boogaloo, what was your initial idea about this song? What's your thought about it? It's sort of been right about as middle as you can get on my like or dislike of a song. Mm. Sort of very neutral on it. Kind mm-hmm. of like, I like the drums, but it's not it's not anything that's the wake shakes me out of bed. <laughs> you, you know? It's nothing that, that makes me like so excited. Oh, man. Back off Boogaloo. Yeah. So great. Yeah. I mean, it's to me, it kind of sounds like it don't come easy, or it has some similarities. It has that same period, uh, with, because George Harrison is very involved in this one. He produced it and plays slide guitar, which you can hear on the original very prominently. But it's it, it is also very much of its time. So recorded in September '71, so right after the concert for Bangladesh, and then came out in. 1972 and the inspiration for this supposedly well there's some been some debate but it comes from mark boland from t-rex and, yeah uh, are you a big t-rex fan um 
I'm sort of take them or leave them with T-Rex. There's some songs I really, really like uh, of theirs, but I'm not, I don't spin records of T-Rex <laughs> all the time. Because weren't they involved with Bowie or they were kind of friends? Yeah, they were or... kind of, they're a glam band, glam music kind mm-hmm. of era of, of the early 70s. Uh, probably around the time that Ringo was hanging out with uh, Mark Bolin, it was the time that they were, and, and basing this song off of Mark Bolin's nonsensical <laughs> talk was about the time that they were the biggest uh, in the early seventies. Um, uh, they had some huge hits, their biggest hit, of course, uh, get it on. Yeah, that's the only one I know. And that, and, and you know, it actually kind of sounds like back off Boogaloo or vice versa. It has some of the same chords, It's like the same simple melody and kind mm. of, got a feel to it so uh maybe there's something to it but i I just as an aside reading about this i trying we've talked a lot about some of the infamous drinkers in the beatles (laughs) career and history yeah uh how about this group for uh we've got harry nielsen keith moon ringo (laughs) and mark bolan how's that yeah wow (laughs) oh boy Dangerous party. There. That would be. I don't know who could drink the other under the table on that one. But, uh, yeah, so I, apparently uh, Mark Bolin kept saying boogaloo. Uh, yeah, you can hear if you go to the VH1 Storytellers Ringo Starr album. Uh, and, of course, these are the – I don't know if you know these VH1 Storytellers things are, are screwy because you'll hear a song and then you'll hear – the story about the next song, but it's in the track for the song before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you have to go to the Don't Pass Me By track <laughs> and then go halfway in mm-hmm. and or listen to Don't Pass Me By. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then at the end, he he tells a, a long, two-minute, relatively boring story. <laughs> but he does talk about how... Uh, uh, Mark Bolin was an excitable guy and said boogaloo a lot. <laughs> and then and then Ringo had gone to bed or was about to go to bed and he had like the tune in his head, like back off, boogaloo. Mm-hmm. And then he was running around trying to find a tape recorder that would record it and he couldn't find any batteries. And then he's like, <laughs> and then I found some batteries. I'm like, what a great story. Very Ringo. <laughs> Very Ringo. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's an extremely Ringo story. I'm like, hey, so that's four, four things. And then I ran downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that's the uh, the fine inspiration for it here. Uh, is this this phrase and you know, interestingly, it was a big hit. Actually, Ringo's biggest hit in the UK of all time. Wow. So it hit number two in Britain and Canada, and number nine in the US. So it was a pretty good chart topper, uh, almost chart topper. Uh, but I, I think of it more whenever I hear the song, and I think of that video and the that monster uh, walking around Tittenhurst Park with Ringo. Uh, yeah, yeah, that kind. Of, it's got a spookiness, like a like a scary kind of thing to it. Well, you know, there's a lot of ties to the Beatles in this song because uh, uh, that video was shot on Tintner Strip Park, and yep. and uh, John was uh, at least involved somehow with the video. I don't know if it was like he was just there or he yeah. was helping shoot it or whatever. 
Um, and then George is in the song, mm-hmm. playing mm-hmm. the slide guitars in the original version, yep. not in the <laughs> some of these <laughs> other ones we'll hear. Yeah. Um, and then there is some debate on if the lyrics might reference a th- another Beatle. Yeah, that's true. Supposedly, uh, Ringo was very unhappy with uh, Paul's playing on Ram and thought it was a weak album or uh, was kind of unimpressed. And so he was trying to tell tell Paul that he should really be uh, writing better music here. Uh, and the the text here... Uh, let's see, get yourself together now, give me something tasty, everything you try to do, you know, it sure sounds wasted. Yeah. So making and fun then of the, McCartney. <laughs> and then the lines, wake up, meathead, don't pretend that you are dead. It's mm. like, oh, yeah. Everybody's Ooh, like, oh, yeah. Paul's that's dead, man. Yeah. Uh, do you buy it? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't I, buy it at all. I no. think he's talking maybe about himself. Hmm. Like, maybe it's like, oh, we're... You know, we're a bunch of drunk idiots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, get yourself together. Come on, write a song. Like, come on, what are you doing, man? I like that interpretation. That, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. I don't see Ringo going through the different levels to to make it a, a thinly veiled McCartney. <laughs> it's not not John and How Do You Sleep. I don't think it's not quite the same. Yeah, no style. So. Uh, no, no, I think you're probably right, and and also, he likes the. Uh, he also wanted to write a tasty song, uh, yeah. which uh, featured in the lyrics here about "Give me something tasty." So that's right. Is "Back Off Boogaloo" <laughs> like, a tasty song? <laughs> I gotta, I gotta say, I do like some of the lyrics. I like the meathead thing. Mm-hmm. I like "Give me something tasty." Yeah. Oh yeah. My my issue with the song is just that it's too much of just the "Back Off Boogaloo." Back yeah. off. They needed a, a a long bridge or something, or they needed a yeah a second kind of like verse or something. Some like contrast, that. yeah. Yeah, it's just too long with the back Yeah, and if you know, get into the music here a little bit. It's real simple. In fact, I was thinking, I was singing through the melody to myself this morning. Uh, there's three notes in the in the verse. Back off, boogaloo. What you think I'm gonna do? Da, 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 da. So this would be a good one for. I'm gonna take a beginner's keyboard thing on. Yes, this yes. would be a good one to stand like. Yes, to plink it out. Great, you would be just fine. And there's only one chord over that whole thing too, so it's very simple. Uh, to play, it's kind of dissonant too, if you think about it. You've got this E seven chord, this kind of, and then you've got a G natural against it. Usually have a G sharp in it, so it's a little bit uh, dissonant and bluesy. Maybe would be a better way to put it with the back off boogaloo. Bah. Uh, and then the bridge itself is real simple too. Is really just that one chord with the get yourself together now and give me something tasty. Everything you try to do, and then there's a different chord. So yeah, yeah, about four chords in the whole song here. <laughs> the the other thing is uh, George Harrison is not credited as co-songwriter, right? Even though he's all over it, he's all over it, and apparently he was co-songwriter. Yeah, <laughs> they just it was one of those where it would have had to been 
Oh. Giorgio Boogie or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Harry Georgeson. Or, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. and George is probably like, uh, no, you can leave me off of that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so no George credit on there, but he is credited. And really one of the best parts of the song is the George slide guitars. Yeah. Um, now, in the third version, the Give More Love version... There's also oh. appearances from Joe Walsh, mm-hmm. longtime uh, Ringo pal, close <laughs> brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. We might talk about him a little bit later in the episode. Oh, okay, all right. Um, and of course, overdubs by you know who, Dave. You the, know who is this? Super friend of the show. Super duper friend of the show. <laughs> Jeff Lynn. I'm going to see him twice in the summer <laughs> with Danny Jeff Harrison. Lynn. Yeah, yeah, Danny Harrison, Jeff Lynn. Oh, CLO. that's awesome. Two tickets for it. Oh, great. Oh, it's gonna be fantastic. Yeah. So it, you have all these great people on it, and it's really, you know, it's very much uh, of its time. And yeah, I, I don't know. There's not much to say. It's real simple. Very catchy and kind of an annoying way, I would say too, like, <laughs> because it is so simple that there's just those three notes and you hear that chorus so much. Yeah, uh, there's really it just sticks in your head for some reason. Obviously, Ringo loved it since he and I imagine we're going to move chronologically here backwards and yeah, yeah, talk yeah. about the version for the Stop and Smell the Roses album back in 1980 and 81. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Get yeah into it. So, they, so they recorded a, a version here. We're going to play it. Let's play this version. Now, I'm going to hit play and you're going to be like, hey, dude, <laughs> you, you must have clicked the wrong track. Uh, and I'll just say, wait for it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, 
Wow. Well, so you've got the... What a mess, Dave. <laughs> what a mess. So it's just like way too many things happening all at once here. And also, this is a trait that you and I have noticed on in our Ringo reviews, album reviews, is that his songs from this period or late seventies, early eighties, even I guess to today, uh, they always have about 15 people on them. And (laughs) (laughs) this is another one of those versions. I counted, uh, let's see, four horns players, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11 people on this track. Uh, and then that doesn't, doesn't include Van Dyke parks who did the musical arrangement. So what, what in the heck is going on here? I don't know. This is like, the schlockiest <laughs> it's like it's like hey we're gonna put back off boogaloo in this musical <laughs> and we want a bunch of the other beatles songs or songs that you're associated with like you know like like not even like strong like lady madonna and and good day sunshine it's like what does that have to do with ringo or help other than he played on them <laughs> right you know right. it's like you know baby you're a rich man like how obscure <laughs> freaking you know songs i get i get with a little help from my friends but then and then they're presented just like over the top of the regular songs <laughs> so it's like what the why are you sh- is shoehorning is yeah. the best word i can come up with yeah this these things <laughs> into the song to make it, it sound like worse you yeah. know it sound like a over the top uh, like uh remember when we uh did that uh a review of the Ringo TV special yes oh, this yeah. is what i would expect of something like that like <laughs> hey ringo's going to be on the share show <laughs> so uh here's ringo star playing some of his hits <laughs> yeah it, it fakes you out at the beginning cuz you think it's a don't come easy uh but then it suddenly just sharply changes tempo to back yeah. off boogaloo and then like yeah i i had to listen to it several times because i couldn't it was so distracting it was very hard to listen to with the multiple layers of of tunes uh and these voices coming in and out and harry nielsen is apparently screaming on it and yeah and, yeah, yeah. He's, he's in a weak moment or a drunk moment i don't know uh but yeah so i guess a pastiche of some sort uh, <laughs> yeah but not very successful uh, at all and robert rodriguez the author says most people either love or hate the revamping of back off boogaloo very objectively who loves it who's, I, who's the guy who's like oh yeah give me this version of back off boogaloo i don't know i don't know but it's i think when they say love or hate it's a nice way of saying hate yes yes <laughs> <laughs> oh people either love or hate this thing right. it's like most people hate this thing. Most people, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so an Ill, ill-advised decision to re-record it, whereas the yeah. the later one from uh, Give More Love, I think, works better. Uh, with yeah, the... and, yeah, and Joe Walsh is a good guitar player, and, mm-hmm. and you know, it, it sounds pretty good, and, and yeah. you know, he probably, he was doing a couple other remakes right, to put right. on that album, so he's like, eh, heck. And he had just found that uh, uh, Barbara was cleaning out the closet <laughs> or whatever. And he yeah. was like, oh, was, oh, I don't remember doing this. It's like, yeah, yeah no kidding, because you were <laughs> <laughs> Three sheets totally to the wind. drunk at yeah. the time. Yeah. So. Yeah, so 
That yeah. is pretty much. Do you have anything else to say about the actual tune? Uh, there's not much no. from my no. end. Yeah, no, no, not really. Okay. I mean, like I said, maybe if there was a second verse or a bridge or some some yeah. sort of change other than drum breaks and right. sli- longer slide guitar solos, then I'd be more more into the song. Yeah, than I. But of course, uh, we have the usual Chris uh, digging deeply into the well to find cover versions of Back Off Boogaloo, which uh, before yeah. the show we were talking a little bit, and you said you were disappointed. Well, I don't know if disappointed is the word, because the song is not uh, uh, you know, the most amazing song in the world, but a lot of the cover versions you found were a little bit boring or the same old thing. Well, they mostly sa- sa- are the same old thing. Yeah. They mostly are yeah. the same old thing. So, but there are three of note here okay. that are at least worth playing. First one, aforementioned Joe Walsh, and I want really want to play this one. This is from Ringo Starr, the Lifetime of Peace and Love tribute concert, benefiting the David Lynch Foundation. Ah, yes, <laughs> and it's on it's on uh, streaming services. This is from 2014, uh, uh, and this is Joe Walsh. <laughs> now, uh, Joe and Ringo uh, recently did a pretty long-form interview on Rolling Stone. We posted that on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Joe Walsh, Ringo Starr, and the mission to end America's addiction crisis. Eagles guitarist and Beatles drummer of frank conversation about the fear, sacrifice, and surrender required for getting sober. Uh, if anybody out there has got uh, any kind of issues uh, with that or knows somebody who has issues with that, I think that's a really good article to read. Yeah. So I just wanted to to soberly bring up that article because I really do think it's a thumbs thumbs up to that. And uh, anyway, but here is Joe Walsh now. <laughs> Can he hit these high notes <laughs> vocally? Let's find out. Here's uh, Joe Walsh. And his version back off Boogaloo. Well, Joe sounds like he's straining a little bit to hit those high notes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, really giving it his all, though. He is. And, and, he's into and, and, it. Joe Walsh, uh, all jokes aside, great guitarist. So, oh, that's, so. that's yeah, I've never been a fan of his Eagles songs or, or his solo music particularly, but as a guitar player, he's, he's top-notch, so... Dude, I was just rocking out to Rocky Mountain Way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the only one worse is the one about the Maserati. Uh, 
Oh yeah, yeah. Life's been good Life's to been, me so yeah, far. I, yeah, I can't. I like them. Yeah. I like. I, that's a d- d- agree to disagree. Okay, we got that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, back off Boogaloo there from Joe Walsh. Yeah. Uh, uh, pretty straightforward though. Nothing. Nothing yeah. crazy. Yeah. Uh, so to get, I'm like, you know me. I'm I'm like uh, seeking out the crazy ones. Yep. So how about an English English Moog band from the seventies? <laughs> no. Electric coconut. Electric coconut, Dave. What do you think? Oh man. <laughs> uh, yeah, very trippy. I like it. I like the uh, the wow, wow, wow kind of glisses and the <laughs> stuff going on there. It, it kind of works as an instrumental version, almost better. It's maybe the I don't know. It has had it had a nice groove to it, I guess. This, uh, Dave. This really took me back to the. Uh, uh, Electroacoustic music studios at the uh, University yes. of Illinois with Scott Wyatt. Sounds yeah. like the fifth floor there of uh, the right. University where of we, Illinois. Music where building. we, uh, I was trained and did some, recorded some pieces actually. Yeah. With the, the Moog. So mm, yeah, uh, we'll yeah. have to hear those someday. You'd see if, uh, if nobody wants to hear <laughs> nobody them. Nobody wants to hear them. No. Not at least of which me. Yes. <laughs> uh, Dave, I'm going to need you to. I'm going to need your help on this next one. Okay. Uh, so open that email I sent you. Uh, I've got it here. And we've got a, a track from Victor Sodoma. He's a Czech, uh, one of the pioneers of Czech rock and roll in the big beat era of the 60s. Mm-hmm. Uh, singer of Flamingo and the Matadors. Dave, uh, the second uh, Czech cover in a row that I dug up. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Remember uh, last song yeah. in the, oh, that's uh, right. under the microscope, we had a Czech cover. Here's another Czech cover. Oh. But you're going to have to pronounce... <laughs> yeah, there's a drummer here who's got a great name, uh, Frantiska Ringo Checha, uh, <laughs> who is a real drummer. He's still alive. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And the song, I think, if this is the title here, we've got the title of Laska Ke Zikadium. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it, Dave. That translates sort of roughly to Back Off Boogaloo. Yeah, Boogaloo is tough. It's, and it's his, from his... Album Halo de Kaka. Now, I thought I'd try one myself. And I really botched it. I really botched it. But here we go. Oh, I love it. I love you picking these Czech covers. This is so great. I just got back from, from Prague, so this is great. Uh. That's right. That's right. So here we go. And here is Victor Sodoma.
Sedoma. Yeah, th- this is great. I, <laughs> I, I, it works well. I mean, do you think? What That's do you think? My favorite of the bunch. Uh, it's very yeah. energetic. Yeah. They took it up a notch, energy wise. Yep, yep. Uh, I, I kind of like these versions, foreign language versions. I think they, because you're translating them, and they have to work somehow, and they they put more into it in some way. I think so. Yeah, uh, yeah. All the other ones I saw. So there's a few other ones out there. There's a very boring Donna Summer version. <laughs> oh, I don't that's know disappointing. Anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which yeah, I was like, oh, Donna Summer's got one great. This yeah. is gonna be great. It wasn't it? Was no good. No. Uh, Sandy Nelson, the drummer. So it's just like drums. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like who cares? And then the James Last Band has an interesting one out there, mm. but like way like a hundred people singing on it. I think <laughs> so. Even more than Stop and Smell the Roses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. It's tough. I don't know. There's, there's only so much you can do with this one, I think. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, you know, I go, you go to the Ringo concert, you're going to hear it. Yep. And you're going to like it. Yeah. Oh, I agree. You'd be like, oh, this will be fine. It's like, oh, good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's but fun it's more familiarity than uh, excellence of the song. Yes. You know? Yes. But it's important. At least we give Ringo some... Uh, time under the microscope so uh, yeah. this is a you know, interesting period piece and it was successful and uh, we've, you know, if you really like this we might recommend you watch the Born to Boogie uh, movie that Ringo directed about Mark Bolin and T-Rex and apparently Elton John is in there too yeah. well I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go listen to Jeepster and 20th Century Boy and Bang oh, a Gong yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, the rest of uh, T Rex's catalog. Yeah, yeah. Electric Warrior. That's the album I was trying to think okay. of earlier. Uh, but but in the meantime, let's listen to uh, Back Off Boogaloo one more time. Mm-hmm. We won't be so long next time before the next episode, and and you know sometimes travel gets in the way. And yep. Yeah. But uh, we've got a summer full of great uh, episodes coming out. Uh, a lot of gra- a lot of great ideas and uh, working on bigger projects and things of that in, in nature as well. So definitely. So as always, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, and we've been hearing from you in different ways uh, recently. So, like, where have you been? Uh, <laughs> uh, you can email us at I've Got a Beatles Podcast at hotmail dot com or our Facebook page as well and Twitter. Yeah, and you can follow me at Chris D Bragg. 
or uh, follow us on Twitter at, at I've Got a Beatles. So sounds good. Well, yeah. Let's go uh, be scary monsters and go out today listening to Ringo's released single from March 1972 of Back Off Boogaloo.